This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of the BCP. Right now, I'm excited for this one. Moving the night last time. Now, ahead of his match this Saturday, November 14th at Mount Olympus, Tickets are still available uh, for TCW in Oceangate, New Jersey. I'm excited to welcome to the show member of the Trust Fund and current TCW Hardcore Champion after that show-stealing cage match, our good friend, Mr. Waylon Cage. What's up, Waylon? How are you, bro? Uh, I guess I'm doing good. I'm here. Perfect time. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I appreciate it, man. Now, um, you know, we'll get right to it, bro. Um, You know, I had a small conversation with you on to be very formal. I actually come on the show at the last event. Because, you know, we, we've had our eye on you for a while. You've been killing it with the Trust Fund, uh, really making your mark in the TCW universe. But that cage match, bro, um, we you know, we see those cage matches come on the indies and we're like, you know, who's going to go for it? Who's really going to grab the bull by the horns? And, dude, you earned – like, you already had my respect, but you really gained my respect even more so when you climbed to the top of the cage. You know, maybe you could have climbed all the way out. But, you know, the, the, the psychology was there. The crowd was behind you, man. And just that jump, man, that frog splash off the top. It didn't connect, uh, maybe which was violence was very lucky for. But, man, what was going through your head in that moment, bro? Uh, I. It's crazy. I've been waiting for someone to ask that question, and I really don't have an answer. It's one of those things where um, I feel like four years have been – it's not a long time. Of course, it's not. But when you've worked other places and you are literally held down and you're held down in a way where you're not allowed to jump out of their comfort zone, you're, it's, it, you have a fist on your back the entire time, right? Me and violence, obviously, we can't stand each other. We, we never could. And, and he was there the first night I broke into this business and he was a guy, you know, and respectable. He, he's a hell of a competitor. Any night of the week, he's going to steal the show. So I felt like that night, you know what? I'm going out there. I'm going to do something no one's going to expect me to do, and we're going to steal the damn show. It, it comes back down to it. I didn't even answer your question. It's the same thing. I don't have an answer for that question. It's one of those things where you're in the moment, and you look out, and it's do or die. We're going to go for it, or we're not going to go for it. And at that, at that time, I felt like we went for it. We, we gave it what we had. Dude, I mean, I give you so much credit. You absolutely went for it. It's like we say here on the show, man, or, you know, I did commentary for the first time the other day. It's like when that red light goes on, man, you're in, man. So when you're at the top of that page, man, was it was it no fear? Was it all adrenaline? Like, um, like in terms of like nerves, where were you at? Um, I think I'm to the point now where the fear, the fright, all that good stuff is just it's there. Um, I, I just ignore it now. It's to the point of. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen. There's, there's you, Tomorrow morning, are we going to be here? Who the hell knows? So let's make this shit count. That's where I'm at now. Every time I go out there, I'm going to make it count. Yeah, absolutely. You hit it right on the head, man. And, you know, I always pay attention to, like, your demeanor in the ring. You have that calm, cool demeanor. Um, you know, I hate to compare, but, like, names like, like Orton will come to mind. Jake the Snake, like, that calm, cool demeanor, that, you know, very focused, um, you know, in-ring work. So, like, super high risk It was never, like, you know, where I would put you. But at the top of that cage, um, you know, I, I make comparisons to the likes of a Jeff Hardy who, who says, 
you know, the fear kind of fuels him when he has those moments. So that was so cool to see, man. I don't want to just harp on that one thing, but that was amazing. You're absolutely killing it. Obviously, the new TCW hardcore champion. Um, one last question. I did come up to you after that show. I'm like, how are you feeling, bro? Like, because that was a heck of a move. And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. Now you have this big match moving forward with our good friend, Mr. Vinny Chanzo. Scaffold match. For the title, man, where are you physically in terms of um, injury and getting trained and, you know, psych- psychologically for that match? Absolutely. Um, this is one of those things where I've been waiting for this opportunity with Vinny Chenzo. I, when I first came into wrestling, I met Vinny my first night. And for me, he was the guy that I had to outdo. And at the time, of course, young mind, you know, it's going to happen. I could do it any night of the week, and I couldn't. I could tell you right now, I, I couldn't do it any night of the week. Now, I feel like Vinny Chenzo, he better bring it Saturday. Like, he, he better be ready to step his game up. Because I'm going to take the old man out. The old man, the old, the old man is going to get something that he's never seen before. I can guarantee you that. Wow. Well, I'll say this, man. He he wants that fight just as much as you do. Um, and I knowing him, you know, h- him being on the show a few times, friend of the show, obviously, like anyone who he's in the ring with, he, he'll call out. He will say, I want you to bring it. I want to go all the way. Like, I want to go all out. So uh, the fact that you are both this hungry, uh, this is a potential show stealer again for you, Mr. Kate. So I'm excited for that one. And and um, I, you mentioned, you know, kind of being held down, you know, in the past, you know, I think um, in this journey, in this wrestling business, business that I'm, I'm starting to be on the other side of the curtain a little bit instead of just being a journalist you know I, I pay attention to everything man and you talk about being held down was tcw kind of like the first place to give you that opportunity it's not kind of it, it's the first place that told me you're gonna you're gonna be what you want to be you're gonna do what you want to do here and not so much of what i'm doing now is you know not do what you want to do but i'm gonna do what i want to do like there's no ifs ands buts about it. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do. I don't I I don't care about SP general manager. That has nothing to do with me. That that has nothing to do with me at all. I'm gonna do what I want to do. And when it comes to Saturday, and Vinny, he knows he's on my mind because he knows I owe him an ass kicking. He's given me one before, and this has only happened one time before. And that and the way it happened before was was a young kid he was wrestling. Saturday, he's, he's got a different fight on his hands. Absolutely, man. And you mentioned that fight. Again, I'm getting pumped for this one right here. Guys, like I said, tickets are still still available. Shameless promo here. Uh, we're talking about a scaffold um, you know, scaffold match. Does that change your game plan going into it? Obviously, you're not afraid to take those high risks. No, neither one of us are. I, I can tell you, Chenzo, he's going to want to go all the way. But can he actually go all the way is my question to him. Does he have it in him to go all the way on Saturday? I don't think he has it in him. To, to take what I'm going to give him, there's there's no way. There's no way his body is going to handle it. Yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, as a journalist, I'm, I'm supposed to be impartial. You know, Vinny was the one to hand us this, this uh, you know, shameless promo, the, the Pro Wrestling Contribution Award. So don't, uh, don't, don't get me wrong with Chenzo. I mean, it's not like... It's not like I don't respect Chenzo at all. There, there's respect for Chenzo. There absolutely is. He, he told me one time, right? This is probably about three, maybe four years ago. Okay. I, I believe I believe it was, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than beg for, I think it, I think it was beg for, um, it's, it's going to click to me here. I'm having a Joe Biden moment. Then beg for permission. That's what it was. And... 
that stuck with me. That's one thing that has really stuck with me with Chenzo. I have respect for Chenzo. Saturday, I'm not going to show Chenzo any respect at all. At the end of the night, I'll still respect Chenzo. But for that hour, we're going to go at it. And I guarantee you, it's going to go a lot longer than people are imagining in their brain. It, it, you guys are going to be shocked. I can guarantee you that. Awesome. Expectations are like right here, man. I'm, I'm super – obviously, I'm – Stoked for like the Battle Royal, uh, Royal Rumble inspired match yeah, for the Titan Killer is going to be the heavyweight champ. Titan Killer, Titan Killer is going to be the heavyweight champ. Heavy favorite. I mean, no pun intended for sure, man. Uh, he killed it in the last, uh, what, 40 man Battle Royal, whatever it was. He did a great job in that. Uh, very heavy favorite, man. I, I think that's a safe bet. Obviously, that's your guy. And let's talk about being part of this. You know, there's there's a couple really dominant factions um in tcw but you have to say the trust fund right now uh you know a lot of gold surrounding you guys over the past couple of shows obviously you are the current tcw hardcore champion you talk about titan killer being the heavy favorite to be the first ever heavyweight champion what does it mean to you to be part of this great group of talented athletes and a great manager and mouthpiece as well jared is a dying breed i feel like um they're isn't many cats out there like Jared at all. Jared has a way to get in your mind and make you believe things that you'd never believe. And I believe that's where my confidence is coming from. It's from Jared. Same thing with Titan. No one even knew where Titan came from. He showed up and he is destroying. And that's where my money's at. I'm, I mean, there's no saying that I won't be there either. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, me, me and Titan, we'll figure it out. Guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, you guys are killing it right now, showing up and, you know, limo riding, as they say, you know, you got the goal, you know, soon to be jet, you know, jet plane flying for sure. You guys are killing it. Uh, quite a dominant faction. And you mentioned now you started only four years ago. I believe that's what you said. Um, how, not, to be cli- not to be cliche here, man, but how did this wrestling journey start for you? How did you get into the business? Did you, did you watch as a kid? Um, did you have family involved in the business? How did this start for you? Um, I've been into wrestling i i have pictures of me i believe i was two when i had my andre the giant pajamas on and it's been one of those things where it was a family thing i remember sitting down mondays and friday nights it was then watching every bit of wrestling we could as a family um it turned i guess it was five years ago when i really got into realizing independent wrestling was a thing i i wasn't brought into wrestling as I'm going to be a student of wrestling. No, I showed up to a wrestling show and I said, you know what? I am going to be old one day and regret this, that I never gave this a shot, that I didn't give it my all. And when I see my son, both of my sons actually, and they are just ecstatic over wrestling, period. It doesn't matter who it is, what it is. They are so into it. And for them to see where I'm, coming from to where i'm at now is just it's uh it's a proud moment for me it really is uh there's things that when i started that weren't done the right way i mean you obviously know you're you're getting more familiar with what's going on in professional wrestling there's a way to come into business there's a way not to come into business unfortunately i was brought into the business in a really bad situation not at the time realizing it was so bad but there were guys that gave me advice that I should definitely should have took. I pushed him to the side and thought to myself, you know what? I have one guy telling me one thing that's actually 
feeling like I'm getting somewhere. So they got another guy telling me the complete opposite. And um, one of those guys was actually Chad Mines, Pro Wrestling After Dark. Um, he's got a lot. Of, Chad is a mind that's like, um, it never stops working. I just saw his um, was a Boardwalk Buds thing come up. I mean, I, there's a lot of things Chad comes up with that's really different. And he told me four years ago, you know what, kid? I, I would really like you to see, see you do this. And me saying, you know what? I don't think I want to go that route. And I believe today, if I would have chose his route of, you know, getting in a better school and getting more in-ring time and stuff like that, uh, I would be a lot further than I am right now. I mean, that being said, you're absolutely killing it, man. I mean, you're doing great. You know, things happen for a reason. Your path, it, it looks, you know, your future looks bright right here. And it wouldn't be an episode of the BCP if we did not drop Chad Menez's name because Chad is our guy. This show does not happen without Chad. All the interviews, everything we do does not happen without him. So there's his shout. Um, he did actually have a question for you. Uh, oh, share, share that now. He just wants to kind of know your mindset, you know, from – you know, when you started, you first uh, started setting up with Ring Crew. Did you ever think that you would now be uh, leaping off the top of a cage? That's how he phrased it. That's a tough one. I mean, it's it's one of those things of where do you see yourself? Yeah. You know, I. He's right. Ring Crew is where I started. Um, that was uh, a fun time. That's really how I met Chad. And uh, a lot of these guys that I've grown so close to, um, I remember driving Chad's ring rental stuff to Staten Island. I'd never been to New York before in my life, so I show up in Staten Island. So genius idea on Chad's part to send me there. And uh, I didn't get home till 5 in the morning, completely lost and heading the wrong direction. So <laughs> Chad is uh, hes the one that uh, really uh, changed my whole perspective of wrestling now. Um, but mindset wise with that, I mean, he, he's one of those guys that told me go for it. And, uh, I respect him for that. He's done crazy things, but being up there on top of the cage and a lot of people will think like, oh yeah, it's one of those things you would say, oh, all these things flash through your mind at one time. And it's true at that moment where you feel like, what else am I going to do? That was the time I was, I try to help in every way I can, every way I can help. Any wrestling company I'm at, I try. My first show I went to, I stayed that night, and I tried to get my way in. From the first show, independent show I was at. And that was what Preacher Phineas James was doing, the ring rental for the show. And I remember just hanging around, you know, in the shadow a little bit, trying to help and get my ear into some of these guys. And it's it's come it's been a weird journey so far. And then that leads me to Billy with TCW. You know, he's the owner of... TCW and uh, me and Billy weren't uh, so hot with each other at first. I feel like. Oh really? Yeah, I feel like there was, um, but there was a there was also a wedge in between it too. There were that that's the same thing where I was being pushed one way, and Billy was actually a talent then. He was he was a manager, and um, yeah. the first night he came to the back and he's like, "How'd I do?" And me, he's not realizing he's asking me how'd I do to someone who's been in the business for six months. So to me, um, I don't know. Like I, I can I can read a crowd pretty good and stuff like that, but I was still so green for a guy. Me, I, I hate to judge anybody on what they're doing because everybody sees something different. Like 
with anything. Everybody sees everything differently. And uh, me and Billy, after his third show, we literally, he somehow got my number. And I convinced Billy to, I was trying to convince Billy to get out of the wrestling business. Wow. Yeah, I tried. It was a really odd situation what happened. And Billy was pretty much being used for reasons I'd hate to see someone being used for. And on one note, you had a lot of guys calling Billy up and begging Billy to do things that I wouldn't expect someone to do, for especially the situation he was in. Anybody that can step out of their comfort zone and say, you know what, these guys need more, and I'm going to give them everything I can, Billy gave us everything he possibly could. They, they needed a lot of financial things, and I tried to convince Billy not to do anything at all. I didn't want to see Billy brought into a situation where what it came down to. Billy sacrificed more for independent wrestling and this other company than I could ever expect anybody to do anything in their life. Yeah. And we clicked after that. He said, you know what? I, he, I wish he would have took my advice, but then it's kind of shooting yourself in the foot at the same time. It was a rough time. Then we, everybody knows stories. There's so many stories out there of what happened. I honestly, I don't, I'm not giving that guy any time at all. I won't give this guy. It's just not worth it to me. Do let him do his thing. We're gonna do our thing. We're gonna tear it down. We're gonna do what we gotta do, and that's it. Absolutely, man. Very well said. And you know, you can see the shameless promo. We have the "I'm a Chad Menez guy" stickers, the T-shirts on that shameless promo. But all you know, all promo aside, man. You know, all the love to Chad. Uh, and Billy, you know, you you know, obviously you guys care. You know, this is a great community. You know, I hope I'm not pulling the curtain back too much, man. But like, I'm so appreciative of us having any sort of wrestling these days, especially in this crazy year, whether it be drive, socially distance, outside, whatever it is. I'm so grateful for all you all. Um, you know, letting me do commentary at Goddesses not too long. I'm very appreciative. You know, Billy gave me the tap on the shoulder. He gave me the phone call. So it it just continues to spread and grow. And he is always looking for opportunity. And I can see you guys helping each other out. So TCW is something truly special. Mount Olympus is going to uh, going to be crazy, man. And again, not to be with the cliche questions, man, but I wonder, man, because I I trying to see like where you pull from. But you totally threw me off with that cage match, um, which is great, man. I, I hate using the word hybrid, but you're all over the place. So you said you watch with the family. Like, who were your guys? It's. Trying to remember back far, I was a really big Arn Anderson guy. Nice, nice. It was just something about Arn Anderson that always caught my eye. I don't know if it was because his look. He for me, he didn't look like an everyday wrestler. He looked like a guy that was going to come to your bar and beat the hell out of everybody. And for me, that that was a guy I could see. You know. Literally walking down the road and being like, "That's a bad dude. No one wants to mess with him." And that's my—that was my mind as a child, as a kid. And I thought like that. Like I wouldn't want to mess around with Double A. Like that would be a bad situation for anybody. And then, of course, I was a Hogan guy. I feel like everybody was a Hogan guy. And if you weren't, then your childhood was was pretty crappy. But <laughs> but, but there's so many that 
it would be so hard for me to say who's my one guy. I think wrestling all around different, especially then you had so many different characters that everybody wasn't just a badass. There was so, you had so many different, you could watch a match and everybody, everybody was different. Everybody was so different. Today, I feel like there's not as much as that. So, like you said before, you mentioned Jake the Snake. Like, he was one of my guys. I felt like you. everybody could have some kind of connection with him. And But you can't say you could watch Dwink and be like, this is the most entertaining thing ever. So, it, it, there were so many different angles to it for me. that, And I didn't understand the wrestling business like I'm sure most did. I was the guy that was... You know, I'm just turning it on and I'm watching it. I'm not breaking all this crazy stuff down. I'm enjoying wrestling. And I feel like even today, I can enjoy wrestling. I, I have not lost the enjoyment of it. I love my kids enjoy it to the max. And I look at them and it's like, was I like that as a child? Did I have that one guy like they do? Or or, And it's really... It was the characters. For me, it was you looked at it and it was like it was like a circus. There was always something different going on. If the circus was the same, it, it, it wouldn't be cool. Absolutely, and and I love it. And even on the indie level, um, it's great. You know, just all the, the different personas and, and people that we meet and encounter and learn and, and grow from at the same time. Uh, I'd be remiss, obviously. I got to send well wishes to uh, Jake the Snake, who who gave us a few minutes on the show, is having some health issues. So you know, sending all the love and, and all the best, Absolutely. Jake the Snake. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is a fun, you know, weird segue here, but this is a fun fan question that we always like to ask on the show. Um, you know, say, you know, we'll talk about your goals in a minute, but say you do, you know, wind up in that WrestleMania setting, you get that WrestleMania moment. We always like to ask this question. Now, I love your entrance theme, man. So I think I know the answer to this one. But what band is playing you to the ring? Ooh, that's that is really hard. That's one of those things where I don't. I thought you were going to go Chevelle, but okay. Surprisingly, no. That is that is one of those things that get me in the zone. Okay. Wow, that would be. Um, I'd have to be a Kid Rock kind of guy. Nice, I like it. Okay. We have to, maybe something a little older, a little older Kid Rock, but it definitely have to be some Kid Rock kind of stuff. I see um, it works for you. I see that. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, that would that would work for me, especially a big stage like that. I feel like, and he's the guy that would bring it. I love it. That no, that's a great answer, man. Such a WrestleMania thing. I think uh, we have seen him perform it at some pay per views and whatnot in the past. That's okay. a great answer, man. And uh, again, not to be cliche here, man, but we want to know this. The fans want to know this, man. You're killing it. Uh, four years in, jumping off of cages. Gold around the waist, part of a dominant faction, have a show-stealing match coming up this Saturday, uh, November 14th. Mount Olympus tickets are still available. Um, but what are the goals moving forward? We love, especially this year, man, we love seeing our friends pop up on Dark, popping up in NXT, man. Like, it's great, man. Like, I, I said to the goddesses, I'll say to you guys, like, I think a year from now, I think a year or two from now, same thing's going to happen. And it just, it fills my heart to see dreams come true, man. It inspires me. Uh, I love it, man. What's the goal? Is it a certain destination? Is it whatever contract comes along? Is it, you know, we've even people heard people say they want to stay on the indies or they want to open a school, man. What's the dream for you? Hmm. That is, um, yeah. <laughs> I, 
I don't think I have an ending. I, I really don't yet. Um, it was funny. I had the conversation not too long ago of where do you see yourself in another year? Um, I feel that I literally just started. Like, this past year is... I scrapped a lot of the, the stuff in the past. Uh, I look back, there's stuff I watched that I just I can't get through and watch and be like, okay, I feel good about certain things. I'm not to the point where I need to be physically and mentally just yet. Uh, I know it's kind of weird to expect that for an answer, but I feel like I have a lot of things I need to accomplish before I can even think of where I'm going. I have I have high expectations for myself, and until I reach a certain point, then I can say to myself, you know what, this is where I want to be, this is what I want to do, or this is the ending or the goal, which anytime the ending can come, we know that, any the ending will be one of but for me, myself, I'm not, I'm not looking at it, oh, what if a contract does show up? I don't look at it like that at all. I, I feel like if I start looking at it like that, I'm going to miss so much that's going on now. So I'd rather get through and get some more time in. See where uh, everything happens. And especially with having a guy like Jared, you know, I feel like that was a wild card for me. Jared's really spiced things up for me, and he's the one that's really helped me push myself to another level. And if I can keep pushing myself, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I love it. And shout out to Jared. You know, obviously, I'd love to have him on. But, uh, I, you know, you wouldn't be able to get a word in ed- edgewise. So, no, I'm playing. But, uh, no, really, I like what you're saying. <laughs> hey, I hear you. No, 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 nothing but love. But um, I really, you know, staying humble over there, I like that. And it's almost like you you said, like, you know, you look back in the past, like, I can certainly relate to this, man. It's almost like a rebrand, a reboot, you know. I love it, man. And, and you're killing it. And uh, we'll end it on this note, man. Um, you know, not to be cliche here, but, you you know, you've been through it. Uh, you're killing it now, man. You know, we're talking about Mount Olympus. You are climbing to the top of the mountain literally right now. What advice would you have to some of these up-and-comers, some people who are just starting out that may want to be part of a huge faction, that may want to wear the gold around their waist, that maybe we're thinking of jumping off the top of a cage or getting over, you know, what advice would you have? There's two sides, see? There's one of those things of... You need to really pay attention to the business. Um, I skipped a lot of that. You need to... You need to talk to guys. You need to keep your mind going 24-7. And if it's something you really want to do with it, you need to pull these guys to the side. You need to maybe push the limits here or push the limits in ways that someone's not willing to. There's so many There's so many things that are missed, uh, I feel like, especially on the indies, where these guys are with guys. Like I, I think of... A question like that, I think of Magic. Um, he's a guy that has really changed the way I look at wrestling. Period. You need to. Everybody needs to have that one guy that you know. This, he's going to look out for me, and he's going to guide me in the right right way. But then there's also one of those things too of 
you need to know when it's time to, per se, take control of what you need to do or what you feel you need to do. Advice is awesome. But advice also holds you back. It really does. I mean, I feel like that was one of my big things was I took a lot of advice and I was afraid to step out of what I was told. And now I'm starting to realize when you do step out and you do push the limit a little bit, you start to, you get a different feeling about everything. You, you don't need to so much, you don't need to jump off the top of a cage. You don't need to do it. You, you don't have to. It, that, it, for me, that was something that was, I'm going for it and it, it's going to be what it's going to be. You need to find yourself in wrestling. Not so much of finding yourself as everybody sees you. You need to find who you are, period. Wrestling is different than everything I've ever done. There is no, I, I couldn't give someone a bit of advice and not expect them to go against it. I did it myself. I look at it all the time. It's like, if I took that little bit of advice and I would have took a little more time to get myself prepared and ready, what would I have done so far? But then again, that could have been the advice that really shut it down for me. I could have lost the interest in it because there's a lot of guys that lose interest in it, and that's what I don't want to be. I don't want to lose this. And that's what I would tell those guys. If this is something you're going to do, go out there, grab it by the throat, and do it. You need to just go for it. Love it, man. I, I love you're keeping it real. You're hungry. You're killing it right now. And like you said, like what works for one person might ne- not necessarily work for you. You got to get out there and experience things and learn. Um, so really well said, man. That was a fantastic answer. This is a great interview, man. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, a few minutes of your time, man. And real quick before we get out of here, um, I don't know if you have any merch or any like social media or if you're big on that kind of stuff. Is there anywhere uh, fans can I have um, right now. I'm not too great with the Twitter thing yet. Like I'm, I'm not a... Um... Social media, big on that stuff. Yeah. So it's coming along. It is. It's coming along. I got the Skype thing down now. I feel good about that. Gotcha. The Facebook Wheeling page cage is going pretty good. And um, merch-wise, I actually uh, just had some shirts done. I'm going to have them at Mount Olympus. I have some masks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, let's just get out there and kill it. Like that's. It. I'm just ready to go. Ready to go, period. You're talking in the ring. I love it, man. And if you do have any 8x10s or stickers, we'll get a picture. Absolutely. Of you. We'll have your 8x10 when I see you Saturday. Love it, man. Got to yeah. make it out to the BCB. We always want to support everyone. We'll get you on the wall over here, man. Uh, and thank you so much, uh, Mr. Cage, for a few minutes of your time, man. Uh, can't wait to see you Saturday. Stay safe, man, and uh, continued success moving forward, my man. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. I'll see you Saturday. I can't wait, man. And another show stealer. It's going to be great. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We're out. Thank you.